Hello, beautiful people. And thank you so much for stopping by and tuning in to another episode of the Ambitious and Black podcast. I am your host, Matt Locke. I'm so grateful to have you here today as we'll be discussing our health and the health of our community. Um, Before I jump into this episode, I do want to say if you would like to support us, please visit our Facebook page at Ambitious and Black, as well as our website at ambitiousandblack.com. Now, jumping right in, in a previous episode, we discuss the importance of mental health. Today, we will be discussing our bodily health. And this topic is very timely because as of this recording, we are in the thick of things with this COVID-19 pandemic. And it has become clear that COVID-19 has disproportionately affected the black community and communities of color. The mortality rate has proven to be the highest within our black communities and among our brothers and sisters. Now, there are many variables and topics of discussion that we can point to as far as to why the infection rate as well as the mortality rate is so high within our communities. But today, I want us to focus on something that is more so in our hands and something that we have the ability to control for the most part and to a certain extent. And that is our health, our bodily health. Now, a caveat to this is, yes, it is very true that our communities, for the most part, do not have a fresh market nearby or a grocery store nearby that sells fresh produce, fruit, and clean, organic foods that aren't processed, packaged, and contain a bunch of things that are not good for us. It is very true that it is hard to get nutritious foods within our immediate communities. Thus, we are having to step outside of our immediate communities into other communities to purchase such items that would bode better for our health. 
So aside from that caveat, let's discuss the importance of our health and what we are consuming, what we are putting into our bodies as a community. Now, this is very important because the majority of the victims that are dying from COVID-19 have pre-existing health conditions, okay? Their health is not where it needs to be. And in most cases, it hasn't been a priority. And these patients have been unhealthy for some years. Now, in our communities, we are greatly affected by type 2 diabetes, which is preventable, obesity, which is preventable, and heart disease, which is also preventable. Now, these are the three major causes of death for our people. And it stems from our diet and what we choose to consume, the foods we choose to consume on a daily basis, and the ways in which we prepare those foods. Now, all of us growing up have been to Big Mama's house, been to your auntie's house, and I've eaten soul food. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that soul food isn't right of passage, that soul food isn't a part of our culture, a part of our history and who we are, and a part of family gatherings, because it is. But what we need to do as a people is think about soul food and the effects that it's having on our health. Because what's happening is we're eating these foods often. It has gone from something that we have for maybe a holiday or a birthday or an important gathering to everything on our plate every single day is deep fried made with a bunch of fat processed etc and now as we're seeing something like a COVID-19 hit we're seeing that those in our community are being greatly affected more so than any other community again like I stated earlier there are several other aspects and reasons that we can discuss as to why this is happening but one of the main causes of mortality from this COVID-19 
is pre-existing health conditions. And for the most part, us as individuals can work on our health, improve upon our health, and start to drive down some of these deaths from diabetes, obesity, and heart disease. Now, I'm not saying this is easy. We've all grown up on soul food. It's a part of our DNA. It's a part of our history. It's a part of our culture. But what if we shifted this and started to look at our food as a way to birth more life as a way to provide longevity to our race as a way to protect us in times of emergency i.e. a global pandemic that is preying on victims with severe health issues What can we do as individuals, as a community, to change the way we eat? What can we do as individuals and as a community to change the way that we see food? To change the way that we approach our diet? Now, I believe there are many things that we can do to maintain our traditions, maintain our soul food, but at the same time become healthier and start to thrive and not infect ourselves with the food that we eat. So amongst your household, amongst your friends, amongst your family members, challenge one another. Open up the conversation and figure out how can you work together to ensure that, yes, from time to time, you are eating foods that you enjoy. Soul food, food that makes you feel good. But let's change what we're doing on the daily to incorporate more whole foods, more fruits, vegetables, grains, legumes, healthy food, food that's really going to feed our soul and protect us from outside things that can add to the mortality rate of our people. This is not an easy fix. This is not an overnight fix. However, this is something that is necessary to us, our people, and our communities. 
in all honesty, the effects of this COVID-19 pandemic, if anything, should be a wake-up call to all of us. It should be to let us know that when disaster strikes, it is our people that are likely to be hit the hardest. It is our people that are likely to struggle the most. It is our people that are likely to be pushed into a deep hole that is going to take a lot to get out of. And in most cases, a lot of the reasons as to why we are suffering the most in said situations honestly has to do with a lot of institutional racism and other factors that honestly are are out of our hands. But that goes to show you that we must do all that we can to control that which we can control. Which is why today's message is to stress our diets, our bodily health, what we're choosing to consume. So, let's work together to establish areas where we can grow our own fresh fruits and vegetables. Let's educate our family, friends, and communities on what healthy actually looks like. How to actually cook healthy foods. How to actually cook healthy food that tastes good. Let's show each other healthier alternatives to our beloved soul food. Because the purpose of of this is not to eradicate the beauty in our culture and the food that we've all grown up on. No. The purpose of this is to empower and teach each other how to take the basis of soul food and our culture and our values and our traditions within that and make it so that we aren't killing ourselves. Make it so that we can take these traditions and mold them anew so that these traditions and the soul food that we can that we consume is actually good for our souls and for our body. So let's help one another, let's teach one another, and let's all take our health more seriously because that is one of the main things that we can control. And that is one of the main things that is seeing our people 
die at a far greater rate than any other race. So I challenge you, my beautiful brothers and sisters, to think about how we treat our bodies, what we put into our bodies, what food we prepare and how we prepare it. Let's make smarter decisions. Let's make better decisions. Because literally, our lives depend upon it. The last thing that I want to say on this is along with us understanding better food choices and what healthy looks like, we've all also have to commit ourselves to exercise. Now what happens is when people exercise and working out, they immediately think they've got to get out there and run five miles tomorrow. They got to hop on the treadmill, put it at 12 incline and get busy. That's not what we have to do. Start where you are with what you have one day at a time. It's as simple as walking up and down the stairs throughout the day more times than usual. Stepping outside is starting by just walking up the block and walking back home. Getting on the treadmill for five minutes at a walk. Parking the car further away from the grocery store and walking to the grocery store from that further parking spot. Simple things that will lead to bigger things is what you need to do. And that's it. Don't even overcomplicate it. Just get moving. So I hate to harp on this, but this is um, this is on my heart. And this is really important to stress our health and our wellness and what we need to do to take care of us to fight off diseases like COVID, or excuse me, to fight off illnesses like COVID-19 and to prolong our life. So beautiful black people, my kings and queens, I implore you to make your health a priority, make exercise a priority, and let's work together to improve upon our lives. I love you.